Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many yeah, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to Inside Leverage, your gateway to the fascinating realm of the Miami Dolphins. Join us as we delve deep into the team's dynamic Super Bowl journey. We invite you to share your most scorching takes, unwind, and relish in our captivating experiences. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of Miami Dolphins Inside Leverage exclusively on Fans First Sports Network. We're here today to give our thoughts on the Dolphins-Kansas City Chiefs game in Germany. A little, I want to say a little over 30 hours ago. I know we had another episode yesterday, pretty much raw, with raw emotion and just, you know, everybody with showing some some frustration, but we're we're back. We're back today to give uh, a little more in depth, I guess, review and uh, cooler heads prevailed, and try to try to give our thoughts and and uh, and our opinions on what happened yesterday. Uh, so, uh, on that note, I'd like to start with basically you guys' thoughts on what happened yesterday. Let's go with uh, let's go with uh, Finn's mechanic. 
Yeah, man. I'm thirty hours later. I'm still feeling the uh, the gut punch uh, of that loss, man. We had it close. It was tough. I was so close to the TV, just praying to God for a, some type of spark. And overall, it just it was frustrating, man. As you can hear from my voice, so tough loss, lots to talk about. So. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm hurting. Wally, what do you, what did you feel? We didn't hear from you yesterday. I know you've been uh, pretty vocal and have have a lot of a lot of stuff to talk about. So let's see what you got to say. Nobody showed up. Shout out to Big Banjo. He showed up. Besides that, nobody showed up. This is not on the plays. This is on the coaching. I'm disappointed. I'm, I'm to say I'm disappointed is an understatement. It's we were. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing, and it's not even the 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 the, the narrative where we can't beat uh, good teams. It's just I don't care whether that team was one and five yesterday. When we showed up, that was a Dolphin football. So we'll get into it and discuss it and further. In, but yeah, I'm just disgusted by our team right now. French, what are you thinking? Talk to me. Um, I'm I'm more of a half glass uh the, the the glasses half full kind of guy right now. I know a lot of people are kind of down on the coaches, and I know it's a bit of a gut punch right now. But when I look at where we're at, and I look at you know going into this bye week, and I well let me just address the game really quick. You know why I'm kind of half full. Um, yeah, we could say the coaches didn't execute on key moments, and especially at the end of the game, you don't ever want a game to end like that with those two consecutive drives where guys are getting off fast snaps or you're just not getting a snap off completely. Um, what I will say, what I will say is I feel that with this offense, if this offense has shown us they have the capability to put up points against teams, period. I just want to see us do it when it matters. And at the end of the day, you got to keep doing it to get over the hump. So, I mean, we could look at the the offense and say they didn't get done. Shout out to the defense for showing up and showing out against Patrick Mahomes, putting a chokehold on Travis Kelsey for the most part. But um, I, I would say the offense, we got to get going specifically in the first half. We got to get out. We got to be up 21 in the first half. That needs to be our kind of mantra. We have the offense and we have the the horses to get it done. But if going into if start at the start of the season, you told me going into the bye week, this will just be the main concern, which is, you know, getting the horses running at 100 miles an hour as we go down the stretch. I I, would, I say I take that every day of the week. So I I, I hear what you guys got to say. All right, Chad. I know you've been waiting patiently, man. Talk to me. I've had a day to uh, collect my thoughts go over some game film and I didn't get to do much, but I did watch a film breakdown that to me was very encouraging by uh, Jackson Kruger sports on YouTube, bro. It was, he, he just showed the, the missed opportunities that to me were there and prevalent. And that's kind of been the story for me and these big games have been the missed opportunities. It's it's the score at the end of the game in the Buffalo game was was to me very deceiving. Like early on, just kind of in this game, like we we weren't clicking on all cylinders and the game got away from us. And it, and it happened again this week, but the guys were able to respond 
Mike McDaniel stuck with the run. You know what I mean? Maybe not enough, but he did come back to it. And it put us in position to tie and possibly maybe even win that game. And we 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 didn't take advantage of another opportunity. So, I mean, that's just where I'm at, man. We got to take advantage of the opportunities that are in front of us. We have an opportunity every week to get better and show people who we are. And some games are going to mean more than most or, you know, however people want to view it. And in the grand scheme of things, like we just got to go out and, you know, do the do our best to take advantage of the opportunities in front of us. And the team just didn't do that yesterday. And, and it was unfortunate, but I was encouraged by a lot of things. So it's, it's a mixed emotion. It's a mixed bag right now for me. No, um, listen, I, you, all you got, all the points that you guys brought up are, are valid, um, valid points, valid, uh, emotions to feel because even though it was a regular season game, there was some, uh, some weight to that gain, um, specifically because of expectations and, and narratives that have been pushed, you know, on the, uh, on the team outside of that locker room. And also, you know, as a coach, you have uh, goals and, and you need to in, impose those goals and, and, uh, and keep them. And I don't think uh, right now, I, I, I can tell you that listening to McDaniel's press conference today, he's a dude that's very comfortable in his skin. He said something very telling to me that the team doesn't care what is being said outside of that locker room. They know that they can be better, that they have to be better. And they have in mind that is as one unit that they're driving or building to what the, what they should be. Um, so with that being said, uh, without getting into any more depth on that subject, I, I'd like to ask you guys, what are your thoughts on the uh, just overall the offensive performance uh, for the team yesterday? Let's start with uh, let's start with uh, with French. What I'll say about the offensive performance yesterday is, I mean, it's kind of the highlight of what we're saying. It was it was good, but not great. And we needed them to be great in that first half. We needed the offense to get clicking in that first half. But then you see in the second half, the defense still did their job and the offense kind of uh, got it going, especially with the inside uh, run uh, with Raheem, you know, kind of those two back-to-back plays. So, I mean, this that is it's, 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 it's such a crazy mixed bag of emotions because to it's it's it's, it's almost like uh like 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 dynamite, you know, you you it, it could go off at any time. And in the first half, we were waiting for the stick of dynamite to go off, and it wasn't until the third quarter it went off and it started to look like we thought it could look. And shout out to Seti, shout out Cedric Wilson, my guy. My God, we listen. You was one bad snap away from us, from 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 me buying a jersey, possibly, because I seen what you was trying to do on that go route. My guy, I seen you trying to. <laughs> I seen it, but it, and that's the crazy part about going into this bye week. Why I, I I'm a frustrated, but like I feel it's almost like that Ferrari in a garage. Like you could be a, 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 a 
upset at the miles per gallon that you're getting and putting that premium gas in that car and not really getting the miles per gallon and you know it can go fast but you just got to get on that straightaway you got to get on that one part of the expressway that it allows you to go and we need mcdaniels coming out of this bowie for this offense coming out even with that first scripted drive and plays after that to be hit the ground running we need to be up 21 if we go up 17 to 21 going into any half of a game we should be we should have a record of winning that game i'm gonna look it up all right french thanks for that wally what, what are you i know i know you've been <laughs> chopping at the bit back there so <laughs> I'm, Go I'm gonna say my i'm gonna give the game ball to uh steve spagnola whatever his name is it's the best offensive player we had on the field uh Clearly, nobody the office didn't show up. You you can miss it with your little oh silver lining. Oh my God, Cedric Wilson. Oh my God, but what the good did it do? Nothing. We know he must do what he do. I know Ivan can't do what he can't do, but we kept on giving him the ball. So I ain't gonna tell you about the great. I seen I seen I seen a couple great things there, but Steve Spagnuolo is my player. Uh, player the uh, uh, offensive player for the Dolphins. Uh, shout out to Mac McDaniel's. He forgot. What got them there? So yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to the offense. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Chad, what's your what's your opinion on the uh, on the offensive performance yesterday? So, quarterback play overall, it, he left a lot to be desired. There were some times where I felt like he missed some guys. There were some times where I felt like. Just like in that 49ers game last year, there were some throws that were just a bit off that that led to some, um, you know, key drops or incompletions. Uh, Tyreek Tyreek did have some drops of his own validity as well as Jalen Waddle, but overall the quarterback play to me was, it was all right, but it wasn't good enough. You know what I mean? Um, The running backs did their thing um, when given their opportunities, everyone not named Ahmed, I, I felt like Jeff Wilson should have been given some more of those inside zone opportunities, some of those cutback runs to allow him to take advantage of um, those guys over pursuing and, and out of out of position and out of lanes. Um, wide receivers um, were were they were okay. Um, Waddle was banged up, so I get it. I'm not going to hold that against him. Um, some guys shut it down when they're dealing with stuff. He was out there. He tried to give us his all. He's he's fighting through it. Hopefully this bye week's going to do him a lot of justice. Tyreek, um, th- the fumble f- for me doesn't necessarily hold any weight or validity because I honestly felt like that could have been easily called an incompletion. And it wasn't. And we got to live with the results and, and what it turned into. But, like, it is what it is. I, I was more so um, disappointed with the drops down the field um i felt like that that especially that one that was i i originally thought it was misplaced but it was actually a well-thrown ball i felt like he should have came up with that ball um the tight ends Durham smite to me needs to be more involved in the offense and on um, the offensive line i thought blocked very well even um when liam eichenberg came in the game he wasn't necessarily a liability and he held up so um overall on offense i felt like they they did some things well um, more so in the second half than in the first. And we got a uh, cut back on the penalties. That that was a big part of killing us, getting us behind the chains on third down, and we weren't able to execute in those situations. So, Thanks, Chad, for that. Go ahead, Mechanic, tell me. Well, I mean, 
everybody pretty much hit it on the head um, overall. Uh, and, you know, the specifics of it, I think everyone covered it. You know, Tua being off, not giving us lack, that lackluster um, performance. Um, he had moments, but just wasn't consistent. Um, the O-line blocked fairly well to me. Um, felt like even, like like Chad said, Liam Eikerberg, who I saw at one time block uh, Chris Jones and held up for the most part. Um, that was a surprise. And so, you know, I, I can't really pinpoint it on the O-line. Um, the receivers, um, you know, not having the the uh, connection with Tua, um, dropping balls, all that played a factor. So, you know, um, I think what Chad was saying, I want to incorporate the the the, re the receivers that are three, four, and five. They need to be also involved. I was mentioning to myself, why don't we have packages for for guys like Smythe, even if it's a seat for this for the drive or for uh, for any of that, you know? So it's just you know just felt off, felt inconsistent. And when we thought we were driving, it just fumbled in our face. So it's something that we just gotta, you know, we gotta get through. It's a learning point. It's a learning experience. Um, and moving forward, we're gonna take that and, and apply it to the rest of the season and into the playoffs. Coach, can I can I get in for one moment, coach? Absolutely, go ahead. I think y'all lying, but I'm I'm gonna let you rock. I'm gonna let you rock. Go ahead. I think y'all lying to yourselves. Y'all y'all y'all. I eat rainbows too, huh? I eat rainbows. All right, Mister Mr. Wally, I'll yield I'll yield the floor to the great uh, uh, Congressman Mister Wally in one moment. Uh, one of the things I I do want to just highlight is going into the uh, off season. I hope these guys do kind of just you know hang it up for a little bit, go to the mountains, go go get some fresh air, go fish. Spend some time with your kids. Spend some time with your families. But I, 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 I'm talking specifically to Tua's weapons. We need our weapons. I, I would say our weapons play like a, a B minus. We, in, in order to beat these good teams and play kind of those flawless games, I need the weapons to step up. And I think we we're talking about wide receiver two and three. You know, even Jalen Waddle, like I need Jalen Waddle on the jug machine heavy because, you know what I mean? Like I look at that, I look at that uh, Cincinnati game. Um, I look at that Cincinnati game as, as they're closing out the bills and you see those two and three weapons for Joe Burrow coming through in the clutch, making those key catches. And those are going to be the plays that Jalen Waddle is going to have to make going into the playoffs. You know what I mean? Going into the fourth quarter three minutes to go and we got to keep the ball away from a Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes to get to the next round. You know what I mean? So we need those guys specifically to us weapons, the Waddles. Uh, uh, I think we're going to have Craycraft coming back, the Claypools, the Setties. Um, you know, we really don't get that. You know, Darren Smythe. That looks weird because it's, it's long-winded. It's long-winded. It's very long-winded for you to just say our coaches have to get the other playmakers, I saw Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle on the ball. It's simple. We got Braxton Barrys. We try to chase Claypool. We have Cedric make, making plays. You're the coach. Get him the ball. It's simple. Like, we, like our players make plays, coaches call plays. It's simple. I can't sit here and be like, oh, my God, yeah, we, we, we need the other two. How? How? We, 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 we run this, this simplistic offense right now. 
that it has nobody else involved outside of Tyreek Hill or, or Jalen Waddle when and when it like even in third down, we never saw Braxton Berry as a third down machine. Yeah, I, I agree. I think you have to incorporate, like I was saying, get get a drive in where you focus in on the tight end. Get a drive in where you focus in on uh Barrios as that that guy that can that can ex- ex- have the extension of the run where you throw him in a little short pass and you let you let him get open in space and let him do what he does best. You know what I'm saying? Why are we not seeing more of that? Is that something that's going to be later on in the playoffs or later on in the season? It Let's could be some of that now. Let's do that now. It doesn't I, I, have to be one guy or or, or uh, a whole bunch of guys. It could be one guy for a, a point in time and another guy another point in time. Like let's get these other guys involved, and then when 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 you catch the guy the the, the defense slipping, you got Tyreek Hill open downfield for a big game for a touchdown. Less uh, targets, more explosive pay, uh, plays. That's that's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to see us do. That's what I'm trying to see us become. But we got A-Chain coming back. We got Craycraft coming back. Robert Hunt will be back. Like, we have we have areas in which we can improve offensively, even though we are number one in, in a lot of different categories. There, there are times in which we go up a certain level, uh, to a certain level of competition in which the offense doesn't operate at the same efficiency and with the same effectiveness. So we uh, we're not playing our best football yet, but the good news is – that we don't want to be playing our best football right now. And now we're going down the stretch, down this stretch. The games will increase in importance and the playoff implications will in- increase. And during that time, that's when the team needs to start playing their their best ball. Right now, we went through the first two quarters of the season, uh, six and two. We went into the third quarter, lost the first game. We finished strong next three games are very favorable opponents next four really are very favorable so um we're in a great spot still no all very good points again and i i agree with everything what you guys said the only the only thing the only caveat i should say caveat the only opinion that i would add is that um not only i i i want to lean to what wally was saying as far as uh, Spags game plan. He, he, listen, you got to give the devil his due. It was a great game plan. I believe Tyreek Hill said it uh, post game yesterday that they had a great game plan defensively against them. I do think that we hurt ourselves a lot in pivotal situations, and that's you know um, just the focus on the players and the execution. So these are all things that that can be fixed. Uh, these aren't things. It's not a lack of talent. Uh, lack, you know, uh, focus and execution is something that you drill in practice and and you hope to see the results on the field on game day. So <clears throat> so let's pivot. Uh, I want to go to the defensive side of the ball. What um, let's go with, with let's go with mechanic. Who, who stood out yesterday defensively for you? I feel like for me, the the, the D line um, just applying pressure, uh, making Mahomes uncomfortable. I know he. When he's uncomfortable, he does his thing where he's he's all around the pocket, outside the pocket. But it just seemed like he was just very off, you know. And 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 playing that pressure on him, where which against a a, a, a front five that I think is one of the best in football. Mm-hmm. I really want to give the shout out to the to the D line. Um, so shout out to them. They they they're the guys that I felt like really came came through and 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 uh helped 
play uh, uh, allowed only 14 points. And also, who gave them that time to get there? The DBs. Having X, having Ramsey and Holland back, you can see and get an idea of what that's going to look like as we play more games with those combinations. So the D-line and the cornerbacks, for me, are the pivotal thing, uh, guy, uh, groups that I noticed stood out to me. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a coincidence that the last two games, uh, defense has improved and number five is back in the lineup. It's not not to me. It's not coincidental. Uh, go ahead, Chad. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For me, overall, I felt like the defense was great. Like... They came out some scripted plays early and they had some success outside of the script. They were extremely ineffective in the second half. They were shut out like Wilkins made plays. Sealer made plays. Chubb again, continued his streak of the sack streak. Jalen Phillips coming on strong. The linebackers weren't an issue. They they were actually able to cover Travis Kelsey. Who would have thought that our linebackers collectively would have been able to get a job done like that and were able to hold arguably the greatest tight end in the history of the game in check? And that's one of the things that we've struggled with the most. We struggled with running quarterbacks. Mahomes wasn't able to really scramble around and and do too much and create off script and all that. Largely, he was kept in check for the most part. He had a couple times where he was able to get out of the pocket and make a couple things happen. But it it wasn't to the point where it was like, you know, backbreaking, you know what I mean? Extending drives and things like that. So, like, Ramsey's presence, like, we, we knew Oh, yeah. what it could be, but to see it and to see everything working collectively and guys stepping their game up outside of that, like the linebackers who were a, a large issue and a major concern early on, it's just impressive, man. And um, we, we're starting to see everything that we thought this defense could be um, when we got Vic Fangio. And I'm excited for what's to come and the final stretch. You know what I mean? Because – all in all, like, we really haven't even played our best ball yet. Like, just a collective, complete game outside of that Denver Bronco game. So when the offense is clicking to French's point and, and getting them that big lead and they're able to put a stranglehold on teams, I want to see what that looks like. And we and, and we could all hope that that's against a big team, 
you know, a big opponent in a big game that allows us to kill these narratives and and really showcase what this team is truly capable of. And um, down the stretch, we'll have those opportunities in some big games. So, I agree with French. You know, you wanna you wanna kind of get get the lead early, but there's gonna be times where you can't or you won't be able to. So it's about it's about how you finish, come back and finish the game. I think in this part of the game that what I would let me encourage is that we came back, we just didn't finish the job, and that's a, that's something that we're gonna have to try to get through and uh, as an adversity before we hit the playoffs. So that's just one something I want to quickly say. French, you want to respond to what Chad and Junior said? Yeah, I'm I'm currently looking at like kind of the sack leaders right now in the in the NFL and I'm I'm looking at kind of where it all lines up and measures out and I'm I'm looking at kind of where you look at some of our guys like the Sealers, the Wilkins, Bradley Chubb. I think Bradley Chubb is number 15 right now as far as sacks um coming into this uh right now let me give me one moment let me just pull back uh this up really quick yeah bradley chubb currently is has six sacks on the season right now so i'll give my and tip my hat off to bradley chubb jalen phillips jalen phillips isn't getting the sacks in 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 the book but one thing you do know is when you watch the tape back again, you see him being held, mugged, and fighting through two and three people on a given play to get there, i.e. that Bradley Chubb uh, uh, sack that he got to. You look at that play, Jalen Phillips fought through three people just to get there with Bradley Chubb. So, what you know, th- this guy, these guys are, are really coming on, specifically this defensive line. Uh, the Wilkins, the Sealers, and I mean, like playing with that extra gear. And I mean, like you said, you, you know, we, we did what we had to do with Kelsey. You see Bradley Chubb got there. You see Wilkins had a good game. You had Sealer had a good game. I mean, Van Ginkle didn't have that much of a of a great game. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not expecting him to be Superman every Sunday. At least I am kind of, sort of. But I will say I'll give my hat to the defensive line. But when I look at where my guys line up, you know, compared to the rest of the NFL, Bradley Chubb is top 15 right now, you know, so he's, he's coming on strong, man. I, I like where the, the defense is heading. I like where the linebackers, Jerome Baker, please keep that neck roll on, sir. I'm not, I'm not letting this little bit of adversity uh, 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 cause me to fold suit, sir. You're playing like my linebacker. Keep playing, uh, uh, de- uh, Long and all the other guys, man. The defense is just giving me everything I hoped it to be. And I told you all coming into the season, the defense will be better than the offense. And we're gonna see that in the second half of this season, where the defense takes that stride to be top five. And that's gonna be the one thing that helps this offense keep its trajectory, which that'll be the the defense giving the offense more opportunities. Well, I'll make mine quick. My defensive performance goes to the coach. <laughs> Not surprising. We got the unexpected in this game. We really weren't expecting the offense to struggle as much as they did and the defense to have the success that they did, although they have been trending to be better. So um, that alone showed me that Vic got had these guys prepared, had a really good game plan. We actually spoke about this um, at our preview, our Chiefs preview um, episode, where we discussed of how they were going to handle 
and uh, blanket Kelsey. They did a fantastic job doing that. And if you notice on the final play, I think it was a third down when we stopped them right before we got the ball back with the chance to tie the game. Number five was covering Kelsey. And again, this is something that we kind of kicked the can about how they were going to do that, how often they were going to do that. When the, when the stakes were high, they put number five on him. And that just shows how much confidence uh, Vic has in this guy in, uh, in Jalen Ramsey. So that was, that was very impressive. Um, Kind of pivoting away from that, let's quickly let's let's give a uh, an offensive top performer and a defensive top performer. Let's go with Chad first. For me, offensively, the top performing player would have to be Raheem Mostert. Oh, um, he did he did great with his opportunities, and he put us in position. To win the game overall, I, I felt like he did pretty well. So um excited for him. And uh, moving forward, he's had a healthy season. I pray that continues so that he can continue his success, um, you know, leading the NFL and touchdowns and everything and just being that guy. So shout out to uh, shout out to Moster and on defense. I'm going to have to go. This is tough. I'll go Chubb. Just, just picking a guy. To be honest, I, it it could be anyone. I, I could, I could give it to a litany of guys for a, a variety of different reasons. Man, these guys all really were super impressive. Um, but I, I'll, I'll go with Chuck, uh, being that he's living up to his billing and taking a lot of, you know, BS from the fans about him not living up to his potential as a sack producer. I'll ride with Chuck. All right, I can agree with that. Wally, why don't you give me your top two performers, offensive and defensive? Um, and my my top offensive performer is gonna go to uh, Austin Jackson, and my defensive performance. Why are you still in tape? <laughs> hey, yo, can I get a word in, bro? Because honestly, I haven't got a no word. Uh, my my top defensive performer is gonna be Xavier Howard. Oh, why am I not surprised at that one? Yeah, that's what I got. Go ahead, Junior. Well, I can't anymore. He stole my take, man. I, I, what, what I will say about the, his takes, and then I'll, I'll, I'll add a little more. Austin Jackson came in. We all were kind of, con- well, most were concerned about him competing against Chris Jones. And I haven't seen the film yet, and I don't know if Chad can confirm, but he played pretty well, pretty decently. I mean, he graded out a 64 overall, which is Pretty good at facing a guy like him, and clearly he even caused a a personal foul, unnecessary roughness, because right. Chris Jones was so goddamn frustrated. Correct. So, I I agree with Wally there, and I agree with Wally with X. There's not there's no context to be said about that. That's just him and 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 Ramsey. You can clearly see what that brings. Those are my guys as well. Okay, thanks for that, French. Give me the Cliff Notes version. Offensive and defensive performers for you. Offensive and defensive performers. I, like I say, I'm uh, defense. I'm gonna go Chubb. Offense. I'm gonna go Tyreek because Tyreek is Tyreek, and you know we need more guys playing with that tenacity and that effort. So I'm gonna leave it at that. All right. Sounds good. So for me, 
<clears throat> offensively, I, I got to go with Mostert as well. He consistently has shown that he's he's been able, thankfully, he's been able to stay healthy, knock on wood. And um, also, uh, I want to say defensively, uh, man, I got I got to I got to go with with Chad, man. Chubb showed up yesterday. He was he really was a force. And when we needed him the most to get that stop, that fumble and all that, he he showed up. So I can't, I, I you know, I, I can't, you know, there's a lot of people we can pick, but he really, we really felt his, his presence on the field yesterday. So wrapping up the show, we'll wrap it up with this question. I want to ask the panel, what gives you guys the most hope going forward? And what are your biggest concerns with the second half of the season coming up? Oh, can let me go first because I'm just gonna make it real quick. Make it quick. Go ahead, brother. My my concern is just us. Hope I'm hoping. Can we truly learn how to overcome our deficiencies? Learn from them, grow, and and take it to the playoffs on offense. Um, my hope, my uh, my optimism is our defense is improving, and we're bringing back a lot of guys on offense. So it's going to help both on our running game and our passing game. All right, Wally, go ahead. Oh, I, my biggest concern is our is are we going to be able to evolve and involve? Like you know, it's, I'm trying to be. We we this, it seems like to be same recurring movie again. It looks like a nightmare. Like we keep doing the same thing. We become a two trick pony show, two or Tyreek or Waddle. So I want to see why we have all these rest of these weapons. A-Chain is coming back, but we didn't need A-Chain to show that we have weapons, Braxton Bears, Claypool, and the rest of the plethora we have. And my my silver lining, my my good thing about the season is 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 Vic Banjo. <clears throat> Vic Banjo and Butch Berry. Butch Berry has these, this offensive line. I don't care who's playing, we're, we're, we're gonna be all right. So going that that travels, that that travels during the playoffs, which hopefully we, we're definitely gonna be there. So if that evolve, if that happens, and I'm pretty sure that. Mike will evolve and involved evolve the rest of the guys and get to what to become that Steph Curry point guard distributed guy that we need to become. Go ahead, Chad. Biggest concern for me down the stretch would be the communication overall and the penalties on offense, especially on the road and big games. Um, this is a team that we have deep aspirations, well, deep playoff aspirations for. So um, we're expecting them to make a, a big run to end the drought and to solidify themselves amongst the NFL's elite. And in order to do so, we got to stop shooting ourselves in the foot. So to limit the mistakes and, and again, to take advantage of those opportunities. And as far as the what I'm most excited about moving forth, and gives me the most confidence is what I'm seeing from the defense. The first half of the season, there was a lot of talk about the offense carrying us. And for me, the defense showing up and showing out now gives me the confidence that we'll be able to put together complete performances and um, we'll be able to play our best football down the stretch. French, you're up. I will say my the one area of concern. I I, I feel like uh, Chad, you you had a great one there, and I would I would just kind of echo on that. Is 
I, I, I'll make it two part. I, I would say it's just our, our mental toughness and not getting penalties in key situations because one of the things you see is these offensive line penalties are in scoring drives or they are in drives where we're, you know, chunk plays to get down in the red zone and now we're, you know, having it called back because so I, I would say that is my biggest area of concern is just kind of the 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 mental uh, just 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 being uh, cerebral in those moments and doing your job you know at a high level and and not getting bonehead penalties. The one thing that 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 gives me um, a bit of ease and makes me sleep good at night is I I believe in my coaching style specifically my head coach. He's very cerebral and even at the end of that press conference he's you know kind of echoed that you know. This this kind of situation, you know, going into it, he's going to learn more from it, you know, and he's going to get better. So I, I hope in those key moments, you know, like like anything in life, repetition, 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 you know, is how you get better at things. And at these key moments, we're going to have key moments, you know, in the Raiders game. And, yeah, you can look at the Raiders and say that that's a, you know, a, a, a cupcake game. But at the end of the day, you still got to go out there and execute. So the the one thing that just gives me a bit of a, a ease of mind is I feel like McDaniels and Tua, they're, they're so cerebral that they know what they have to do. So, you know, the fact that it's not getting done right now, that's kind of the result. And, you know, sometimes, you know, we, we can play the result. But I feel like, you know, I, I feel like this feels different. I, I, I don't feel like in other regimes or other times where we've watched quarterbacks or head coaches not figure it out. I feel like Tua knows where guys are supposed to be on the field. And, you know, more than anything, it's guys helping Tua out, whether it's the snap or whether it's two, three, and four catching the ball because we know what Tyreek's going to do. So I just challenge the team to get better. And that aspect is two, three, and four center offensive line just doing what they need to do because at the end of the day, Tua – Tua, when all those guys are executing, looks like a Hall of Fame quarterback, put him in Canton, give us 13 Super Bowls. So I want my line to get better at those kind of penalties, specifically what Chad was saying, especially on the road, because I, I, I do apologize that I'm getting long-winded with this one thought, but... Go ahead, it, man. Speak your it's, truth, it's, man. It's, 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 this is the one thing I'm just thinking right now. And this is how I, I look at the playoffs. And as we go down the stretch into the playoffs, either we're either we're going to do what we got to do in these games right now to possibly get the one seed. And at that point, that means maybe winning out to get the one seed or we're going to have to go on the road. And if we got to go on the road, it's the Philly situation. It's the KC situation. And we can't have those games going into the playoffs with, with everything Speak good it, that we've put into the season. So like, these guys got to take the equity that they're putting into this house. We got to be able to get some of this equity out, especially in the playoffs. So I love oh wow, <laughs> I'm I, okay. I apologize. I, I'll no, no, friends, friends. But no, I mean, fight through the I'm, screen, baby. I'm, I'm fighting through the screen, man. Because Yo, at the end of the man, day, listen, we needed we needed this energy for Mike McDaniel's on the play calling. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But but Wally, wouldn't you? But then let's let's talk about that for a brief moment before we uh we, we wrap this up. Uh, Wally, if we're going, if let's just say we're in the playoffs and we're going on the road for whatever wherever we rank, you know, whether you're going into a Cincinnati or you're going into a KC, you know, what 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 is your what is your mindset? You know, I I know we're looking at these games and we're we're saying that you know, 
coaching got to get better, but I, I look more specifically at, you know, the penalties and two, three, and four getting us over the hump because that's going to be the secret ingredient in us winning that playoff game. I'll yield my time to the floor. Oh, you yield the time to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we should just call the French inside leverage, dude. The dissertation was perfect, French. Don't let him touch you. Wow, man, this man, yo, this man has spoke the entire. Show. Yo, that, that was a that was an inside leverage filibuster, bro. If I ever. Jeez, heard one. Louise, God, this man, bro, this is like watching the Notebook, son. Like, fight, <laughs> fight, through the screen. Go ahead, Wally. <laughs> Jeez, he asked me. He asked me a question. And Keep then he explained that. to himself. This is insane. Oh, wow. I don't even I'm, have to answer the question when you answer it for me. You got it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I, but give me your give me your context behind well, it. But what I'm... context? You gave up all the... You, you had, listen, bro, you got there's it. There's no context left, bro. That's it. You got it, bro. There's, there's no plenty context. of context. Hey, hey, French, French just peeled a little piece of that context. We need more. We need more. Oh, had a Rayman moment. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. But I will say this, though. I will say this, though, right? I'm hurt, dog. My message to the team going forth is to keep going. Don't be discouraged by the results. Enjoy the process. And... Stay the course, in the words of the great Eric Spolster. You got to stay the course, man. I, even even when even when things get tough, things get get a little rocky. Stay the course, man. Just stay the course. Uh, hey, and on that on that note, and I'm gonna tell this to the fans: don't let go of the rope. Interpret it like you want. That's some old that's people body. saying. That's some old that's people some bars. It's, it's just don't take your foot off the grass, okay? Don't, 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 don't. Yeah, that's that's old people stuff. Right? And that's also, don't, people. don't, don't let us steer you off course, okay? Stay of course. Okay, old man, while we appreciate or it. Or I'll give you an updated version is fight through the screen. Just fight through the screen. You just got to fight through the screen. What else you got, friends? You got nothing else? You got nothing else? You got some leather no, just, just fight through the screen. If you see me on Twitter, I'm fighting through the screen this week. Yeah, Appreciate I see it. I seen you. I seen you. You're doing a lot of fighting today. Bro. Yeah, he's doing a lot of talking. If you have. <laughs> <laughs> That's my personal opinion, my humble opinion. Even me some unlocked advice, but hey, that's just me. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in for this episode. But until next time, keep stacking them days. <laughs>